0: Three,
1: two, one, zero. Hello, welcome to... Episode 109, Why is money private? Hey Chainers, welcome to another episode of Chain of Wealth. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien.
0: And I'm Katie Welsh.
1: So Katie, money is a very taboo topic and... I don't know why people just don't like to talk about it. It's like the worst thing that people could possibly ever chat about. It's, it's almost as though it's giving away your secrets.
0: I know. It's People are more comfortable talking about really personal things like medical problems or, you know their political standpoint and everything but nobody wants to talk about like how much they owe on their credit card or what your saving or investing strategy is. I was even talking to somebody yesterday and I was trying to show them why you should be investing in your investing in the stock market or stock market or investing in anything and she kind of just like politely rolled her eyes and walked away from me.
1: Yeah, and I think this is going to be a really interesting episode to dive into. And, you know, we're going to tackle a lot of money questions that people have and some really common misconceptions. So are you ready to dive into today's episode? Yeah. Awesome. Let's do it. Welcome to Chain of Wealth.
0: Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial
1: freedom. So Katie, why is chatting about money such a taboo topic? It really is, like some people, it's the worst thing that they could possibly ever want to talk about. So why do you think that is?
0: I think it is because we've grown up in kind of a culture where everything else is talked about, but you never ask, you know, how much money do you make or how much money is in your savings account or how much debt do you have? It's just one of those polite things that is never talked about. And I think because of that, then we have created a culture of people who just don't know anything about money because it's never talked about.
1: Yeah. And I think it's actually a little bit of a crime. I know like salaries and all that are like super, super confidential at companies and they don't want people knowing how much everyone makes. And I I get that to an extent, you know, like maybe you're you have someone else that you report to who's only three times what you're earning? Like, is that really fair? You know, like one can ask all these questions. But ultimately, I think if there was this veil of transparency that was lifted, you know, like people would aspire to certain positions, you know, and sure, maybe you're going to have a situation where people get upset over stuff, but I think that that would only be initially. And then after that, people would be educated and they would kind of have ideas as to, okay, they're in that position, how do they get there? If that's what I want, I can now start working towards it and I can understand what the benefit is and, you know, trying to, you know, you you get what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, well, even it doesn't even have to be as taken as far as in the workplace, but just socially, like your friends, like you talk about what you did over the week or, you know, probably things like you shouldn't have done last night, but you don't talk about, important things like your investing strategy. And maybe you're not talking about that because nobody is investing or nobody is saving or they don't really have an idea as to how to pay off all of their debt. So it might even be not so much as like a secret type thing done, but more of like an I don't know how or I don't really know what to even say
1: about it. So do you think it's something that needs to be Awkward as such. I think a lot of people, they have this whole, oh, like it's so awkward chatting about money and woe is me. I I have so much debt and stuff like that. But is it an awkward thing, Kate?
0: I definitely can see why people think it is awkward. And I think the only reason why it is awkward is because people aren't in the place where they want to be. I can pretty much safely assume. That if everybody was you know, making six figures or a millionaire by the time they're 30 or anything like that, suddenly being talking about money wouldn't be such an awkward thing. It's only awkward because you're not in the place where you wanted to be. And it's kind of like a double-edged sword because you're not in the place where you want to be. But then if you're not talking about it, then you're also not getting an accountability partner just like when you are trying to lose like 20 pounds, you go to the gym you probably go to the same classes all the time you make friends on those classes and then if you miss the next time you're there they go oh where were you? We missed you you know you're supposed to be here yeah that's like a workout accountability partner and we don't typically seem to make them. For our finances.
1: Yeah, and it is very sad. And if anyone would like a, an accountability partner, head on over to chainofwealth.com/slash group. There you can join our Facebook group and people chat about their finances there. And you will be able to find an accountability partner. Just head on over there and just start chatting and like let's see who wants to be held accountable.
0: Yeah, and throw all of your throw all your information out there. It's fine because we all already have and once you break down that barrier and let people really know what, their, what your goal is, people will be able to help motivate you and cheer you on.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. So do you think that sharing and encouraging others in a safe place is, is really a good idea, though? Like a nice little tight-knit community? I know we just spoke about you know, that we have a Facebook group that handles exactly this, but do you think it's a good idea to do it?
0: I do. And I'll tell you why. Because paying off debt is really hard. It's really hard to be making those big payments and you know, seeing your account balance get smaller. But it's hard to be making those thousands of dollars a month payments because... It, In the back of your mind, there's so many other things that you could be spending your money on. And to have somebody say like, you have it or keep going or wow, you really paid off a lot, you know, keep it up and you're so close to your goal. It's those words of affirmation that I think, especially when you're in the lull of paying off your debt, like you have been doing it for a while, but you still have a way to go it kind of helps keep you motivated and seeing what other people are doing. Like, okay, that person's not quitting. I'm not going to quit either.
1: Yeah. And I think like realizing that you're not the only one in your position, you know, like when you had your negative equity on your car, you felt like you were the only one in the world that has this raw deal on a car. And, you know, you you're literally isolated. And, you know, it's a dark place, you know, like people need support that are in bad financial positions. And even people that are in good financial positions need support as well, you know, say, hey, you're on track, like keep going, you need to build up your nest egg and stuff like that. Like having that accountability partner is crucial, you know, and whether that's your partner, whether it's someone you've never met before, it doesn't actually make a difference, you know, and Sometimes having that someone you've never met before is maybe even better because they can look at it objectively and sort of encourage you objectively. You know, yeah. like sometimes having someone too close to you, they're, they're just too in the situation with you. Mm-hmm. So having someone external to say, oh, well, that's a weird strategy you have. Why are you doing that? You know, it, it can help you, it can help open your eyes and like let you see different ideas and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up my negative equity that I had on my car because you're right. At the time, I thought I was the only one. And I was ashamed of it. And I didn't want to talk about it. But then once I finally did, a lot of people have been in the same kind of situation. And somehow, I feel so sorry for them, but they had been in worse situations. Yeah, (laughs) And it kind of opened my eyes to the age old saying somebody out there has it worse than you.
1: Yeah, and it's totally true. So, do you think that when it comes to keeping up with the Joneses, like, that's a big thing that people are struggling with?
0: I do, and I honestly, Dan, I don't 100% understand why. I was talking to a guy the other day, and I had my iPhone out, and I'm going to be completely honest with you, I have like an old iPhone, I think it's like the SE and it's.
1: It's literally falling apart. Okay, it,
0: it's not <laughs> I mean, falling
1: okay, apart. I want to say falling apart, but there's pieces starting to flake off it every I mean, now and then. But it, it's not to the point that you need a new phone it's, immediately. It's a little crackly <laughs> still,
0: down on the yeah, bottom. I mean, it's got
1: character, right? <laughs> but, you know,
0: I feel like it's kind of like a uh, free insurance. Like nobody's going to want to take my phone. <laughs> uh, but uh, he asked me, he was like, "Sorry, are you going to take the plunge and get the new iPhone? And that had not even occurred to me, to be honest with you. And I looked at him, and I was like, "No, absolutely not! Like, why would I need to get the new iPhone? My phone works perfectly fine." And he was like, "Yeah, you know, it's quite a steep price tag, but you know, what if I'll probably just take the plunge and do it anyway?" Yeah. And I just couldn't help but think, like, why? Like, your phone works, like. And he pulled out his phone and he looked like he had one of the newer phones. So I I just, I don't understand.
1: Yeah, and Jim, the thing is, I I think people that are not financially minded and that haven't discovered, you know, like that you can retire early and the power of compounding and stuff like that. It's very easy to just get in that mindset of, oh, like it's uh, every year I get a new phone or once every two years or whatever it is, a new car, it can be applied to almost anything, you know? And once you realize that there are ways to get ahead in life and getting ahead in life is living below your means, not even your means or above your means, you know, once you make that revelation and you start realizing that this can have a major financial impact, like it's not a $1,000 phone anymore that you're looking at buying, it's a $7,000 phone if you look at the lost income that you're going to have over a longer period of time. And who knows, it could even be more than that. So when you start looking at in terms of that and you have a different perspective and a different hat on, I think it changes everything and keeping up with the Joneses is no longer such a big thing.
0: No, I agree. And I don't know. I guess it really just comes down to what is important to you. Is your iPhone being like brand new and perfect and having all the apps and everything, is that really important to you? Or is it, you know, maybe having a little bit more money in the bank and having that sense of security, is that more important to you? To me, a new iPhone is not important to me. I forget it whenever I go anywhere half the time anyway. So I wouldn't want an expensive one.
1: So, say, you're, say you've taken the plunge and you've already gotten yourself into a whole bunch of debt that you didn't really think about. You came into consumerism, you went on a spending spree, you had your credit card out, that new pair of shoes looked amazing. And you, I mean, and and you and took I can understand
0: about those shoes because <laughs> shoes, shoes and purses, I, I look at them from afar, and I, but I don't very often commit to actually buying them.
1: Yeah. So, what are some great pale strategies if you have gotten yourself into that little bit of a hole?
0: Well, I think obviously I'm going to first say side hustle. Um, Side hustling is great because if you do have your emergency fund set up or, you know, you don't actually need that money, then you can take all of your side hustle money and you can spoil yourself and treat yourself with those special things that you want. Or you can pay off that extra debt that you have incurred now because you were kind of overtreating yourself. Um, also, making double payments or even extra payments.
1: Yeah, it has a major impact when you make double payments. Like it literally will. It's not going to decrease it by fifty percent. It'll be more than fifty percent if you make double payments.
0: Right, and so a little example that I can give is with my student loan. Now that I have it like a regular full time job and I have like that consistent income coming in, I'm able to make much larger payments than what I was able to make before before I was making you know payments of like three or four hundred dollars. but this month, I was able to make my first two thousand dollar payment that I've made in a while um, and that was from you know, saving up some of my money from my actual paycheck, but also side hustling and everything. Yeah. And then that $2,000 with the principal and everything, it's going to bring that amount down much quicker. And that is ultimately my goal.
1: So, Katie, we've definitely chatted about some interesting topics today. What were your biggest takeaways from today's episode? Chatting about, you know, like keeping up with the Joneses and why talking about money is taboo? What, what do you think? Like, what do you think people should be doing?
0: Talk to the people you feel comfortable about. You know, your friend, your close friends and your family, they're supposed to be your support system. It doesn't have to be an awkward thing. And just how you talk to people about how I'm going to, you know, lose this much weight or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. Talk to them about your money situation too, so they can hold you accountable. And that way, when they're asking about it, it's asked out of genuine love and curiosity, not a, you know, kind of, holding it over your head. It doesn't have to be awkward and the people in your life want to help you and they want to see you succeed.
1: Yeah. And uh, I think tweet of the week for this week is definitely going to be an interesting one. So it's not something that someone sent to us per se. It's a tweet that we saw go viral in the last week. Well, by the time you hear this, it was probably gonna be a couple of weeks out. <laughs> but either way, so it's gonna be at Matt Lane Rights. And he had a tweet about how he went to law school and he amassed a major amount of Debt, Katie. I think it was. let me see that. Two hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, two hundred fifty thousand dollars of student loan debt, and he's a public servant, and he enrolled in the income-based repayment plan, which means that after a certain number of years, your debt will be forgiven, provided you're making a certain payments. And his whole tweet was that six years ago, he had two hundred fifty thousand dollars. But after all his hard work and tens of thousands of dollars in payments, he can now officially say he owes $315,000. So the reason why I'd like to highlight this tweet this week is because if you are in that income-based repayment program, you sometimes can pay less than the principal of that. Of, of the balance owed. And as a result, your debt actually increases. Now, whether or not the income-based repayment program is actually going to go through and people will actually, well, the government will, in essence, forgive your debt, that remains still to be seen, you know. And I, and I sort of read an article recently that the first sort of people through that program were eligible this, at the end of last year, being 2017. And only 1% of the people that applied for this public service forgiveness actually got their loans forgiven so I definitely think that people should be thinking about whether it's actually going to be a thing and like whether you should be more serious about paying down your debts
0: yeah I think it and it goes through a lot of different career paths because I've talked to a lot of teachers who are also on the same plan and it does seem tempting but I wouldn't want to leave it for two.
1: Yeah, definitely not. So once again, if you guys would like to join us, head on over to chainofwealth.com slash group. You can join our money accountability group. And if you'd like to let us know why you think money is taboo, you can tweet us. It's at chainofwealth on Twitter. And you can even email us. It's info at chainofwealth.com. And lastly, if you'd like to be involved in Tweet of the Week, don't forget to tweet us. It's at Chain of Wealth.
0: Or if you don't have a Twitter, you can also email us and just ask for it to be a Tweet of the Week. We're pretty flexible.
1: (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) We'll catch you on the flip side, Chainers.